Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Uh, against Ole Miss this weekend. Um, what a mess. Buckner's awful. The other kid needs time. The freshman needs time. Right. Yeah, Buckner but Buckner transfer from Notre no, Dame, who lost the job in the spring, right? And you're bringing him in to potentially be—I mean, it just tells you pretty much everything you need to know. That's right. That situation. Yeah, I mean, this is one where they clearly—they—they um, they probably overestimated J- Jalen Milrose, like a jump that he would take, and um, <clears throat> you know when he didn't perform very well the first two weeks of the season, you know tried to give a different look, but. He is probably the best of a bunch of bad options. And and Saban's just going to have to coach his way to, you know, figuring that position out. There's no other way around it this year. Um, I mean, look, they were really bad against South Florida, but I still think with your playmakers, there's just no reason that Alabama can't expect to be in the mix, you know, when it's all said and done. You just need competency from your quarterback position. I mean, I, I guess, you know, yes, you did get a little spoiled with Bryce Young there and Tua and Jalen Hurts. I mean, they had a hell of a run on quarterbacks, man. Mm-hmm. There is no doubt about that. Um, but it's not like they didn't have the you know equivalent talent on defense as well. They just have to. They they unfortunately they're going to have to play a way they don't you know that they used to play that they got away from playing. They're going to have to try to keep games low scoring and you know not not take as many chances with that QB. Um, I don't know if that's going to work in 2023, but to me, that just is their only way through. I mean, doesn't all of the SEC look a little down? It does. To you, Georgia was trailing yeah, at Georgia the half. Georgia didn't look good. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tennessee goes down there. They don't. They don't look dominant. I mean, who who in the SEC can you point to? I guess you know LSU. Nice bounce back performance in terms of the way you handled Mississippi State. You know, we were questioning, okay, where you at after that Florida State loss, uh, and you were the team coming in with a quarterback that we knew and. Uh, the commodity under center, so maybe LSU ends up being a team that 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 gets it back. But this weekend just didn't didn't look very good for the uh, for the SEC as a whole. Not just Alabama, but again Georgia was was struggling at the half. Um, so Tennessee lost. I want to say there was another one. Mm-hmm. There was another uh, eyebrow raising the SEC. Ole Miss has done nothing but win. They're not they're not who I'm thinking about. I know you're not thinking about Mississippi State. Nah, no, they had the, that. That's a situation that right now, oof. Uh, what, what's Will, Will Rogers thinking that, you know, came back, I guess, loyalty, you know. Oh, Arkansas understand, lost to BYU. The, That's who you're thinking Arkansas of. Arkansas is the other one, yeah. losing to BYU. Um, but back to back to Will. Man, you come back, and I get, man, what a great story. And you were so great with the air raid, but now you're, you're, not, you're throwing for 100 and something. It's 100 and something yards, Will Rogers, in that game. You know, he's used to throwing three, 400 yards. Sad, sad situation down there. Yeah, it is. And I mean, that's 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 as tough as it gets, man. Because you know, right, that's you, you're, you're not expecting the untimely right. death of your coach. You're that's trying to exactly figure out right. how to move forward. That's why it's hard nobody, to be. It's hard to be critical, yeah, honestly. No, like, no question about it. Because yeah, nobody's got the. the you were not anticipating got the, that. The, the roadmap on how to get back after that, after something like that's that. That's exactly so right. That's a tough spot for them, but LSU did look good, though. They did. Um, I, I I I thought they sort of reminded you that hey. 
you know, yeah, I know we lost to Florida State. I know that that uh, we know we it was a tough one that we dropped. But again, I when you got Jaden Daniels on all cylinders like that, you know, and you got neighbors out there beating, taking the top top off the defense, they can they can achieve some things. Mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not done with them yet. I'm not done with uh, LSU yet this season. I don't think Jay. Um, I don't th- again, I don't think you should be when you look around the rest of the uh, the rest of the West. Mm-hmm. You know, Alabama does not have a quarterback, right? That's going to be able to put them over the over the top. You know, Milrow will get you get you know he'll get it done, but he's not mm-hmm. going to make the big play. He's not going to win a game for you. So exactly. You know, I, I I mean, you look at the you look at the West. I put LSU right there on the top. It's not Texas A and M. Could have been right, but it's not. That's a mess. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not going to be Auburn anytime soon. You know, I mean, they're. Uh, you know, I mean, I maybe, maybe someday. But. I know Ole Miss is ranked and 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 fifteenth right now, but I'm not, I'm not there yet. Oh, uh, what's what's up with Judkins? They haven't been really able to get him going yet. Haven't I guess you know they've they've managed to win without it, but so far he's not he's not the stud that he was last year. I think folks have keyed in on him as mm-hmm. part of it, uh, but they're gonna have to get him going at some point too. Yep, no doubt. Um, anyway, that's the news in the SEC. Alabama's going back to Milrow at quarterback. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Renovations, hey, I know we have had some fortunate weather lately. It's been nice, but it's not always a guarantee we're going to have that. And also, we got absolutely throttled in the summer by storms, so we are owed some good weather. If you were one of those people affected by the summer storms and did a number on your roof, and your insurance company has not been showing a lot of love. They just want to repair. They don't want to replace. Call my man Chris. 487-7096 is the number. He is the best in town. He gets results. I only like to deal with people that get results. I don't like to deal with people that talk and promise and never come through. I like people who get production, and that's what Chris gets every single day. If you want a new roof with no out-of-pocket cost to you, Four eight seven seven zero nine six. They specialize in roofing, yes, but they also do siding, window replacement, gutter installations, so much more, including remodeling jobs. You got an idea or something you've been putting off for a long time? Want to see if Chris McCulley and his team could handle it? They'd be a good team to put on it. 
487-7096. No project too small or too big. And be as simple as some missing shingles. Or if you need that whole new roof, as John said, he'll do the fighting for you. And it's good to have somebody as strong as Chris McCulley fighting for you because usually means you don't have to worry about a dang thing. You want to check out the work. You can do that at McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. Again, that's McCulleyRoofingLLC.com. You'll like what you see. Then you can call 487-7096. It's McCulley Roofing and Renovations on Mondays. In this third hour, I get on my big green egg and in a world full of disrespect, just ask Jay Norvell, the Colorado State coach, about disrespecting folks. What I do is get on the grill, I make some burgers, and I season them with respect. Let's do that now. Now, it's time for the Jason and John Show, Respect Burgers. Sizzling Respect Burgers, served hot and fresh from Jason and John. Uh, y'all know I had one for Kansas City defensive tackle Chris Jones. Let's just go ahead and knock that out. I sort of previewed that uh, last segment. One and a half sacks just coming in off the couch. Had been watching the game before as Kansas City loses to Detroit. Uh, comes off, signs a one-year deal. Very incentive-laden and one that people like Craig Carton, uh, radio star, criticized him for. Said he was being an idiot for signing. Uh, and part of that, the uh, Cardin's take on that was saying, well, shouldn't have been in that game either, uh, sitting there for the Chiefs' uh, loss to Detroit. The fact that you're in the stands while you're holding out, and then you come back with, you know, what's what's basically an incentive-laden contract. And if you don't do a lot of these things, well, your money hadn't changed much. Uh, one of those incentives is winning Defensive Player of the Year. Gets an extra two million. He says that's what he's after. Uh, John, do you know two for ten sacks? Um, he gets an extra one point two five million. So here, here's this, $1 million for 35% playing time, $1 million for 50% playing time, $1.2 million for 10 sacks. He just got one and a half in that game and, again, ended three Jacksonville drives on his own. He gets another five hundred k if he gets to 15 sacks, $1 million for all-pro and Super Bowl appearance, and $2 million if he gets DPOY and a Super Bowl win. Sounded like he's well on his way after his first game. I just like a guy that's willing to bet on himself. Uh, and comes out of it at least after one game looking this good. And again, against the Jacksonville team that had a chance there to be 2-0, uh, be the among the big talkers here in the early season, uh, all you do is hold that Jacksonville team that we've been lauding their offense, all the mm-hmm. you know bringing in Ridley, what no, it could I mean, be this year with Peterson. Year, I mean, you got you to give me some. John, come in here, pick Jacksonville to go all the way to the Super Bowl. And Chris Jones in this Kansas City defense able to slow them down. So he'll get my first respect burger. Then we'll Thank just because we kind of touched on him yeah, already. Yeah, yeah, no, I like let's, that. Let's bring it back local. A guy by the name of Blake Watson. Yeah. Now, Blake Watson did not win AAC uh, Offensive Player of the Week. He's on the honor roll. But I'm telling you right now, if Ryan Silverfield will allow him to, there are plenty of awards on the horizon for Blake Watson, who did, like we said, make the AAC honor roll. He's coming off a 169 yard touchdown game on just 10 carries had six receptions for 68 yards in that 28-24 win against Navy. No, he had a big fumble late, but obviously was able to bounce back in that game. And here's the thing about that you need to know about Blake Watts. Leads the AAC in rushing yards per game at 98.3. And again, I would tell you he's done this on a very you know limited uh, regimen because you're splitting time with Sutton Smith, who's also got 27 carries uh, to Blake Watson's looks like 40 on the season. Jay Ducker is also carrying the ball. I'm giving Blake Watson my respect because it looks like what he's done the last couple of years at ODU rushing for over 1,000 yards, this is real. And I think, man, perhaps a key to 
perhaps an upset win over Missouri next week. When you've got a stud like this, he reminds me of uh, these stud backs that you've had running through here, whether it's Daryl Henderson, uh, Gainwell, the kind of home run hitter that you can get it to in the passing game and the rushing game. No need to put all this pressure on Seth Hennigan to go out here and throw you past Missouri with 40 to 45 passing attempts, even 35 to 45 when you've got a guy like Blake Watson. I just want to see, again, he had two 69-yard runs, two in that Navy game. I just want to see a, um, a game plan that if he is in a rhythm, you are going to him and he's getting more than 10 carries, uh, particularly against an SEC team. Let's see what he can do, okay? Um, again, respect burger to Blake Watson. And again, to uh, what we'll see. This Tigers defense is going to have a chance certainly to earn one this week uh, up against this Missouri team. So we'll see uh, We'll see how it looks. Blake Watson's been an absolute stud so far. Let's see more of it. We're going to stay local. Saw him this weekend, and I told him, great hire. Uh, saw him in Midtown. Uh, was talking to William Anderson, the athletic director over at Lamoan Owen, who has hired Antonio Harris, uh, one of Lamoan Owen's own, a former player of the year there, and a guy who was played for the uh, legendary former coach there, Jerry Johnson, now going to replace Bonzi Wells, and I absolutely love it because, as uh, as Yo pointed out, Yo Coach Yo, as he's referred to, yes. had been uh, coaching at BTW here of late. As he pointed out, uh, he basically grew up in that neighborhood, came back after initially going to Tennessee, came back, played his final couple of years at Lamoan, was part of that 98-99 team, that won 28 straight game, 20 straight games at one point, won a SIAC conference championship, and that, that year that he was named Player of the Year. So you've gone, you've you've brought back one of your own yeah. to be the head coach over Lamoan Owen again, replacing Bonzi Wells, who had had some good success there in the two years. Uh, but a lot of folks had, you know, told William Manuel, well, you need to hire this guy, this guy, this guy. I think he got it right. Um, in hiring Antonio Harris. So a tip of the cap to him and a congratulations on getting the job and a respect burger to William Anderson on the uh, on the selection of one uh, Antonio Harris. Then moving on, and this one probably more for me uh, because I wrote him off last week and he didn't write back. We were joking about it. We said maybe you can write him off now. You see Geno Smith yesterday? Man! Respect. Did I ever. He doesn't know when to die. That's Geno's thing. Respect. And, and you can't do anything uh, but respect it. After uh, he took a sack in that game that helped Detroit end up tying the game and sending it to overtime. Um, and remember, they were coming off of what felt like a, okay, you guys were last year's type story. 30-13 yeah. to 13 loss to the Rams to open the season at home. Uh, but in overtime, he goes 6 of 7 after getting the ball. Uh, he goes 6 of 7 for 69 yards on the winning drive and caps it off with a touchdown pass to Lockett. Uh, they come in to Lockett to win the game uh, as a walk-off. The Seahawks were four-and-a-half-point underdogs in that game and had a lot of people like me already writing them off again because how is Geno Smith going to uh, repeat the success of last year? They wrote me off. I ain't right back, though. That's exactly. the problem. Exactly. A guy right who's been a, a role guy all his career, whatever else. He finished that game 32 of 41 for 328, two touchdowns and zero picks. Uh, Seahawks, by the way, also got a couple of touchdowns from uh, Arlington native Kenneth Walker the third in that game, but a much-needed win uh, at a time where, again, uh, people like me had written uh, had written off old Geno Smith. So a respect burger uh, finally to the great Geno Smith. So Geno Smith, uh, Chris Jones, and then obviously. I'm not going to do this every week, but I feel like the next two weeks they definitely won't be getting one because of what they're stacked up against. 
But John, how, the the show that is Colorado football, the oh, way no, you no, handled no. that, Dion turning the the Jay Norvell twenty three point favorite, the Jay Norvell quip, yeah, very good into sunglasses for all of his team for all of his team, and yet you're still able to turn that into a focused enough effort to come back and win that game at 1.30 a.m. Central Time. By the time it's over, I think it was a little bit after that. Shadour Sanders, I could give it to solo, but uh, then I'd be leaving out Shiloh in the pick six that he has. Colorado football, and the fact that you got Little Wayne walking the mountain, the fact that the Rock is in the middle of Boulder, uh, the third week of the college football season, no one could have ever predicted this. Uh, uh, ultimately, it all goes under the umbrella of one Deion Sanders and the game changer that he is, but just, again, the story that is Colorado football and how it has come through these first three weeks. It's going to be tough without Travis Hunter against Oregon and against USC. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, man, no matter what he does, like you said, maybe they're just God's team. Yeah. Uh, Respect. I'm going to give a disrespect dog to uh, Sean McVay um, because I think what he did yesterday should be the subject of a congressional investigation. Absolutely. I had San Francisco minus the seven. Mm-hmm. That was placed earlier in the week. You may look at the final score and see that the final was 30-23. to 23. Mm-hmm. That would mean a push, right? You guys get that, right? Betting parlor. It was 30-20 to 20 with four seconds left. And Sean McVay elected to kick a field goal with zeros on the clock. Zeros on the clock. Rather than, like, you know, just go for it and take a shot at the end zone. He kicked a field goal that he knew would leave him no time on the clock. Congressional investigation is needed for that. You sir get a disrespect dog. It's a jackass move. It's a jackass move to kick a field goal down 10 with zeros on the clock. Convince me otherwise. Maybe he thought he was going to have a second left or two. No. Or three. It's physically impossible. There's four seconds left on the clock. When he kicked the ball. When the, when the snap was snapped, there was four seconds, mm-hmm. and it was a forty-eight yarder or something like that. Yeah. What are we doing? What are, I mean, like that? I'm sorry, that's just something that like. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna send him in. We're gonna we're gonna kick the field. But what? You got bro? him some work. For what? You got him some work. I guess. I mean, I guess they're throwing up a. But where were they? Whatever it was. It was just a 40, throwing up a hail. You know, no, they weren't. Something in the end zone. I was like, a, they were at thirty down yards up. But don't you want to get your young receiver some work? Give them a chance to go catch a Hail Mary or something, uh, bro? Uh, uh, Tutu and Paku. I don't know. What, their names are weird. But, yeah, we've seen what they – what do you poo-poo, mean? Poo-poo. Tutu Atwell Puka. and Pakua. Puka. Puka Nakua. Puka Nakua, who was the younger and brother Tutu. of the young man who was at the center of the BYU-Memphis brawl in 2014 in that bowl game. Oh, that's a good random factor. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah. Kai Nakua was his name. And this is Puka. Puka, a great name. Puka may be a great receiver, though. At the end, that man was throwing up on the sidelines. You see, again, he has like the most receptions of yeah, any rookie uh, any in the ever. first two games. It's unbelievable. Matt Stafford is a kingmaker of wide receivers. I saw this tweet. It's amazing. But Tutu is also getting catches yeah, as Tutu. well. What's yeah, crazy? He's winning his matchups. Right. Yes. This, this, that's what I'm saying. Your guy is, yes. is breaking records, but Tutu is also getting like seven to nine catches as well. Are they just not running the ball? No. They're not. Watch the Rams at all. Cam Akers not getting any carries? Cam Newton. He, I mean, he was a scratch this Matt, week. Matt Stafford is responsible for the greatest wide receiver season ever. That's Cooper Cup. He is responsible for the great, second greatest wide receiver season that's ever happened. That was Calvin Johnson back in the day. He's turning Puka into a great receiver. A record-breaking receiver through two games. 2-2 Atwell. Yes, 2-2. He got Golden Tate a 1,300-yard receiving season. 
I mean, it is amazing the list of guys. I that, remember his his wife was saying before the season he don't even know these dudes. He don't want to be around them. She Matt was so Matt Stafford wrong. gets guys paid. It's amazing. He gets his receivers paid. Now they do have a uh, the other back is Kyron. Yeah, Kyron Williams. He yeah. actually has put He's up some decent numbers. Yeah. yeah. But 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 um, do you do you do you agree with me that Sean McVay yeah, well, should be incarcerated? I was, I was trying to uh, for, find for his uh, the the yeah what the reasoning could investi- be. I mean, again, bro, like who's his kicker by the way? The, it's the dude who missed all those field goals for the Cowboys, Brett Maher. Oh, okay, yeah, just get him some extra work then. But my point is, why do you have him on your roster? You know, like he sucks. He's awful. I mean, does he not look like? I mean, I mean, after what he did against the Bucks, why would he have any work? You know, like at some point there would be a, we can find another kicker that's not missed four straight field goals. You know, maybe McVay had money on it and he just wanted to push. That's what I want to know. Because if he had gone for <laughs> that's what a I touchdown know. there. Yeah. Now, some people probably got Rams plus seven and a half before kickoff. I had minus seven from earlier in the week, so it ended up being a push. But um, the the 49ers had the ball up 10 at the at the Rams 20 with two minutes left, and they somehow committed two straight penalties and had to punt, and then they go all the way down, 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 down the field and end up giving up the damn super field goal. Betting is hard. Betting is hard. But it's harder when you have jackasses who do bad faith things. I'm sorry about that. It's not a loss. It's a push. It's a push. Well, have don't, you, it's, it's exactly. Stupid. Don't be sorry. It's Brad. stupid. It's a push. It was a stupid push. And he. And I, what I'm finding is, I think we're we're a couple of weeks in now. The last couple of disrespect dogs have been about gambling. Uh, you're 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 losing your bets. Yeah. Your push. You're just taking whoever wrongs you yes. over the weekend. That is typically what I do in the segment. Yes. <laughs> I take the people who have wronged me. Have you seen who the Cowboys replaced Maher with? Yeah, Brandon please. Aubrey. Yeah. This kid was in the MLS and got booted out. He was only drafted. He was making sixty grand on an MLS. I didn't know all that about him. He was making sixty grand. He, he got drafted or in, by the MLS, got out of it. And his wife's like, "Man, you can kick the ball. Why don't you try?" Now he's freaking unbelievable for the Cowboys. It appears. Yeah, Forty Nine ers kicker hit a fifty-seven yarder. Moody. I don't know. Yeah, where, he looked good. Uh, he came out. He's a he's a new guy. He's a rookie, I think. So. I want to say my boy Cairo Santos hit a fifty-something. Yeah, this weekend. Oh, who y'all got kicking? Uh, it's uh, Daniel Carlson. My oh, good, he's be- good. He's my good. good. My good beat of the weekend. I gave you my bad beat. My good week. My good beat of the weekend. I had first half under Falcons Packers nineteen and a half. Okay, I don't know if you were watching that game. Yeah, but uh, the Arthur Smith, as opposed to kicking a field goal with like thirty seconds left on a fourth and one down. I don't remember what they. There was like it was like ten three or ten seven or ten six something like that. He goes for it on fourth and one at the Packers fifteen yard line. Mm. Yeah, he gets it. Okay, so I'm like, damn it, man! He's gonna, he's gonna. He, I, cause remember, it's, I, I think the score is, uh, it's, uh, uh, it's thirteen. It's, it's, uh, it's ten to three. Yeah, that's what it is. Touchdown and an extra point would put me over nineteen and a half. Give me to twenty. I lose wow. the bet. So he goes for it on fourth one, gets it. Two plays later, touchdown. Oh. Gets to nineteen. Young Hui Ku <sighs> shanked the he PAT. 25-24, they won that game. Yeah, Falcons, very impressive. Now you, so one of you guys was talking about Smith and him still. Yeah, Adam Chernoff came on here and yeah, gave, gave him out Friday. as coach of the year, like way back in the summer. And they gave out Falcons over eight and a yeah. half wins, and now they're one of the only 2-0 and teams left in the NFL. Um, that's pretty impressive. It is. And I will say Ritter, I think, has the juice. Mm-hmm. I think Ritter has the juice. I mean, he played really well against a very good Packers defense yesterday. Yes, he did. Uh, Thirteen points in that fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah super yeah, impressive win. PAT. Yeah, they're gonna. Uh, but that's that's what I'm saying. Though, how crazy is that? That Young Kwaku is one of the best kickers in the yeah. NFL. That dude never misses, and he shanked the PAT 
and I hit my bet. It's just unbelievable. See that's see the giveth and taketh. You yeah. you you were taken yes. by the Denver game. You were giveth by the that's Falcons. Right. Worst bet, worst beat of the week. And we're gonna get to Fitz. I had the under four, 45 and a half in the Nebraska game. Uh, Northern Illinois scores a touchdown with four seconds left to make it 44. They go for two down 24 and get it. Final score 35-11, bruh. Mm. Now explain that crap. Why are you going for two? Uh, what sense does that make, man? These, these coaches just do stupid stuff. And how come you got to do stupid stuff when I have I, – I just need you to do the routine on. thing. Yeah. Just kick the PAT, man. Have some have some class. These coaches don't have class. That's the problem. Sean McVay has no class. The Northern Illinois coach has no class. It will come back on you. you these decisions you make will come back on you. Jason Fitz is going to join us on the other side. Stick around. Jason and John, I'm trying to film you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Fitz, what's up, brother? Man, I just heard a Trans-Siberian Orchestra commercial there. Let me tell you. They put on a show. Like, a lot of people don't realize that, but, like, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra, like, I strongly recommend it for everybody that heard the commercial. You should go because uh, they, they put on a hell of a show. Like, stuff blows up. Like, it's 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 electric. It is an electric, like, it's a it's a rock and roll show that under the, the theme of Christmas. People would love it. Oh, okay. I've never attended one of those. I've always heard about them. They're good. They're good. But uh, I, do, uh, I do love a good orchestra man. You know what I'm saying? You start getting the instruments involved, I'm all about it. They're not going to call it off like Drake either. It's going to go down, you know. <laughs> right. right. Now, I mean, Drake's sitting here saying, why am I? By the way, can we also acknowledge, speaking of Drake, you didn't ask for this, but Kenny Chesney last night ringing the bell at the, the Patriots game, like Kenny Chesney is the country music Drake. There is not a single team that he won't be like, yeah, I'll go. You give me a free ticket, I'll come to that. You give him a jersey, he's like, lifelong diehard. Like, I respect Belichick. You know, it's like mm-hmm. everybody seems to ever. Oh man, and Chesney is as bad as Drake when it comes to rooting for absolutely anything. Yeah, no, I agree. There's, there's, uh, <laughs> that's absolutely true. All right, lots to get to uh, on the show today. I think the Patriots is actually a, a really good place to start. Um, that, that's a game that was wacky enough for them to, uh, oddly enough, win. Um, and and you wonder watching it if you know if things were different, maybe they they would have. When you just assess how 
underwhelming the Pats have been, disappointing they've been since Tom Brady left. Where does it start? It starts with Belichick. Like, the roster's not good enough, but that's Belichick's fault, right? Like, he's the one that builds the roster. So, if we're asking him to make the most out of the least, well, let's also acknowledge that he's the reason that they have the least. So, they're a well-coached team. They're just not talented enough. So, you know, they've lost two games to two very good football teams. I think right now the Dolphins are the best team in the AFC. Flat-out, whole conference, Dolphins are the best. So, you know, losing to the Dolphins, ain't no shame in that. But, man, the, the Patriots just, they got the third-best quarterback in their division, you know, ahead of only Zach Wilson. A roster that's not good enough, a team that's not good enough. I, I'm all out on the Patriots being a contender, and I'm all out on Belichick being the one that can turn them around because I don't think he's got the right eye for personnel anymore. What about Cincinnati? Easy to say, well, they were 0-2 last year, uh, you know, and ended up catching fire, I think, what, winning 12 games. Do it, is it the same? Are we saying that? Do we still apply it, or are we worried about Burrow? No, this is much different. And, by the way, Burrow's not going to be right the rest of the year. Like, yep. that calf isn't suddenly going to get healthy. He's going to be good enough to play, but he ain't going to be good. Like, there's a difference there. And yep. everything's been off with the timing on their offense. It just hasn't looked in sync, uh, you know, in honor of the reuniting uh, of NSYNC. It hasn't looked in sync enough. And, frankly, I think it's one of the biggest disappointments we've seen early on. Like, the Bengals and the Chargers both have me scratching my head. And if you're the Bengals, man, I, I mean, I know the rest of the AFC hasn't been great yet, but uh, it feels like they are light, light years away from even where Kansas City is. Kansas City isn't perfect. Even where Buffalo is, even where Miami is, like, Instead of being the second-best team in the, in the conference, they look like maybe the fifth or sixth-best team if everything breaks right, and it's not breaking right so far. Yep. Yeah, no, it, uh, it, yeah you're, you're exactly right. All right, uh, let's, let's just get this out of the way. Uh, Raiders came back down to earth and got uh, killed in the process. What do we make of just, you know, Josh Jacobs not been able to run the ball, the defense giving up 30A? Like, what do we make of what the Raiders did this week relative to – what happened last week, which the Broncos just lost to the Commanders. I think we can officially say that was a Broncos issue and more than a Raiders solution. Uh, what do we make of them after this performance? Uh, look, a 13-win team just beat a 7-win team. Like, that's all I make of it. Like, if you look at Buffalo, this was a terrible matchup. I put money on Buffalo with the points. Like, I, I thought Buffalo would absolutely kill them. I, 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 that was never a doubt to me because the Raiders defensively, and they're going to do this all year. If you have got somebody taking on the Raiders' defense in fantasy football, play that quarterback. Because the way they're going to play all year is this deep-set zone that lets everything stay in front of them, and then they just try and tackle guys right at the spot, which works, but it doesn't work against Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis. Like, mm-hmm. you just – you couldn't get anything done. So running the football has been a huge shock that they haven't been able to do anything. The timing is off between Jacobs and the offensive line 100% for sure. But they were outmatched by, I think, the second-best team in the AFC right now, and that's – that's going to happen. Like, right now, I think there are a whole bunch of teams that look pretty good, and there's a few teams that are going to be great. Yeah, don't, don't disagree with that. Uh, I do want to follow up on, on Denver, though. Uh, they lost this weekend at home to the, uh, to the Commanders, and this is now an 0-2 start for the Denver Broncos. And it's also uh, a loss that comes after giving up 35 to the freaking Commanders. Um, I know people like will will jump and they'll say, "Well, this is this is Russ, but a Sean Payton defense giving up 35." Um, what what do we make of this? Yeah, I think the Broncos are going to end up with the top three pick in the draft. And mm. what's hard what's hard about that too, y'all, is like, let's be real. If they cut Russell Wilson next year, they would take an 85 million dollar dead cap hit. So they can't cut Russell Wilson. They're going to have to draft the quarterback of the future, wow. and then also have Russell Wilson 
on the roster at the same time. This isn't going to get more comfortable for Sean Payton. I, I think that Sean Payton's going to be just fine in the end. But this is a three-year rebuild, and this is going to be year one of it. The, the Broncos flat out stink, and there is nothing about Denver that I have seen that makes me think they are the type of the team you should absolutely bank on for anything more than three or four weird wins a season. Well, I'm 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 curious now because you introduced Denver and and maybe they will be in the mix in terms of for you know a quarterback in the situation maybe they're that bad. What what do you what can Arizona do, Fitzy? Having just signed Kyler Murray to that contract, you have you're you're going to have your pick. You're going to have Houston, so you figured you know they'll be in the mix. But can they draft the next guy? Kind of like you're saying, you know, the Denver should go ahead and do it. Can they do that? Uh, knowing that you know it's going to be, I would imagine, hard to move that Kyler Murray contract. Sort of, how do you see that one working out? Yeah, I'm, uh, you're right. It, it's going to be almost impossible to move yeah. it, but they're going to try. I mean, they're they're darn sure going to try. So you know, it, it's I'm with you. I don't think they're in an easy situation. This presumption is just getting out of Kyler Murray. I don't think he has any value. Best case right. scenario for Arizona, frankly, is that they end up in a situation where Kyler Murray can come back the last few weeks play great and they still lose football games like they're out there plucky they're uh, trying like they're play, they're playing well enough yeah. but yeah uh, there's no way in my mind that they aren't sitting there with two of the top four picks in the draft and they'll have a, a new quarterback next year so well i think we got to start looking at the quarterback position not about how much you're spending on one person but how much you're spending at the position overall mm-hmm. and that's the way you can justify well yeah we're giving all this money to a starter but we're only giving a little bit of money to this guy over here on this rookie deal that will make it make sense at least in their minds yeah, that's an interesting. Uh, that's an interesting way to uh, to think about it. In terms of um, Trevor Lawrence, because uh, that's a that's a a guy you invest in, right? I mean, there are many of, of, of these examples, but in terms of Trevor, I, we were talking earlier in, in in this show about what they look like compared to the end of last season. Like last year, I I, I felt like they were like you know what I'm saying they were. They were dangerous because they just didn't really care. They didn't. They weren't supposed to be in that position. They weren't supposed to be a playoff team. They weren't supposed to turn around that quickly, and they just had kind, of, kind of carried that air about them. And I think that that is a huge advantage in the NFL. And look, I don't think there's any shame in losing the Chiefs. Okay, they're the Super Bowl champs. They could certainly do it again. But it's just sort of the way they're they're they're, they're they look to me offensively. Are you noticing like just a, a, a change in how Doug is? operating right now and how Trevor is is playing at this moment compared to last season? I I think what we've also seen is everybody's had the whole offseason to prepare for it. Like, ask yourself, like, I love Trevor Lawrence. I think Trevor Lawrence is very, very good. When's the last time you saw an epic quarterback put this much bad film on tape? Because, like, he has three or four throws a game that you look around and you're like, what what, what are you doing, dude? Like, where, where was that even trying to go? And, you know, when you look at the weapons that they have there and the expectations they have there, this is a team that came in with high playoff expectations, and right now they only look like they're pretty good. Like, at least the Titans can say, hey, through two games, they've outplayed expectations. They continue to outplay when they are an underdog. There's a lot the Titans can say that's positive. If you're, if you're the Jags, I don't know where you really find a positive in the way you've looked so far because, to use the college football term, they're failing the eye test drastically to me. Yep. Uh, you mentioned him. I thought nice bounce back game for Tannehill, and, and and the perfect thing for Vrabel. That's why I was talking about with John. You know, back against the wall. You know, shot there to go zero and two against a good Chargers team, and you find a way. And Tannehill made some throws there. How about the bounce back game for him? Yeah, and and by the way, this is why it needs to stop. And I, I do a weekly hit with the radio station in Nashville. And last week when I went on, the first thing they said is, "How are we getting rid of Ryan Tannehill?" And mm-hmm. I'm like, "Y'all got just." Calm down, man. Like, no, Ryan Tannehill is not Patrick Mahomes, but let's not make him sound like Zach Wilson either. Right. And what you saw there was like, if you keep Ryan, if you keep Ryan Tannehill, 
uh, upright and you keep him protected, he can carve you up. He did. I mean, he just went in there and it was precision against the Chargers defense that was bad week one, and we forgave that because it was the Dolphins. Now they're bad week two. Yep. I mean, uh, y'all look at the schedule. I think there's a real chance the Chargers start this season two and five or two and six. Staley could be the first coach out of a job this year, and I, I wouldn't be surprised at it at all. Like it, It's just blatant malpractice, the fact that he's still there trying to run this organization because he's just running them into the ground. Like it, it's, it's inexcusable. And the Titans do what they do. For the 18th time, they win as an underdog under Vrabel. Like, how does that Amazing. happen? Good Lord. Like uh, This guy makes his team outplay the capability and the expectation week in and week out. I know these things are based on power ratings, and I don't disagree that the Titans should have probably been an underdog, but I don't know. Like I, I almost would like, because I feel like if I'm a if I'm a bookmaker, you know, I if I know if I hang this line at Titans plus three, I'm gonna get a lot of Titans money. <laughs> everybody knows that the, this is what the Titans do. I might I might make the Chargers a, a, a one point underdog or something. You know what I mean? Or make that game a pick. Like I I ain't making the Titans an underdog unless I absolutely have to, man. You know, because yeah. they they're 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 gonna find a way. I don't know where, where they keep coming up with the numbers. And, like, I get national disrespect. I understand it because nobody watches the Titans. But, like, at some point, I just – to be wrong as often as Vegas – Vegas isn't wrong. Like, they don't build that fancy Yahoo Sportsbook at the Venetian in Las Vegas, you know, accidentally. They do that because they win all our money, right? Like, I, I think a bunch of us lost money over the weekend. But somehow – consistently Vegas is wrong about the Titans, and it is, it's insane to me. Uh, you mentioned it. Miami's been the most impressive, and I th- I'm with you. I think they're the best team in the AFC, at least right now. What about San Francisco and Dallas? Which one you taking in terms of which one's been most impressive, which one's the best? San Francisco all day, every day. I, I, I mean, the fact that Brock Purdy continues to do what Brock Purdy is doing, San Francisco can beat you a hundred different ways. Yep. And I'm not saying the Cowboys can. I think the Cowboys defense has been really good. But here's the thing, like, we have so little proof of concept on Purdy. We don't even know what his weakness is. We know that there are times that, you know, Dak has some issues. Like, we know that. Like, we, we have no idea. I, right now, if you're writing the scouting report on how to beat the Chargers, they have a bunch of positionless players, to use the NBA term, that can beat you all over the place on the field that might be running backs or might be wide receivers. When they line up in different formations, you have no idea how to start it or stop it. And they've got Brock Purdy playing this efficient, smart football where it just feels like, he, he, he feels like he's the, the smart kid at the front of the class that's changing the bell curve for all the rest of us, right? Like, he's just – he's playing brilliant football. So, I'm all in on the 49ers right now. Uh, kudos to the Cowboys. I think right now the four best teams in the NFL today are very clear. It's the Cowboys, the 49ers, the Bills, and the Dolphins. That is not the Chiefs. They got too much to fix. Those four teams are right now the best teams. Yeah. Hey, uh, Fitch, you're the best, man. Appreciate the Have time as always. Brother. Thank you. Appreciate you, boys. Have a great week. Yep. He is Jason Fitz from Yahoo Sports. Come back, wrap this up on a Monday. Jason and John, 90 FM, ESPN. NFL season is here. Get in on the action. If you haven't already, do it at FanDuel because they've got this great offer you need to take advantage of. And today's your last day. New customers, you can bet $5, get 200 in bonus bets guaranteed. But all customers who place, who bet $5, will get $100 off NFL Sunday ticket rest of the season from YouTube and YouTube TV. That makes it the best time right now today to join FanDuel. The app's easy to use. You can bet on everything from spreads to player props and so much more. So visit FanDuel.com slash Smith. Kick off the NFL season right here in week two. Get caught up right in the mix on this final day. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL 
and of 92.9 FM ESPN. Must be 21 or older and present in Tennessee. First online, real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as is non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at fandle.com slash sportsbook. Gambling problem? Call Tennessee Redline at 1-800-889-9789. NFL Sunday ticket offer ends today, September 18th. No refunds. Terms and embargoes apply. $100 off NFL Sunday ticket. Not YouTube TV. YouTube TV base plan required to watch YouTube TV. Redemption requires a Google account and current form of payment. Commercial use excluded. Subscription renews. Cancel anytime. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Uh, Doubleheader tonight, my man, on NFL. Uh, We got Saints and Panthers and Browns, Steelers. Any particular interest in either one of those games? I I guess just trying to see what to make of the the Saints. You know, uh, um, because the South's a little crazy. It is a little crazy. Tampa Bay sitting there, 2-0. Yep. Atlanta looked good yesterday. Uh, if the Saints going to be in the mix, they need to win tonight, right? Yep, no doubt about that. Uh, should be fun. Should be a fun night of football. It's going to do it for us today. Thanks to Jason Fitz for joining us. Dean Otter and Jeffrey are up next. Don't miss it. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.